Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. Last week, we talked about envisioneering, and I gave you a process to start working on what your visions are for the future. And today, we're going to talk about releasing any blocks to your dream and with an extra added bonus of a guided visualization. And I realize that whenever you start working on something like a dream or a vision, you're going to have blocks that come up, meaning fears, meaning all sorts of stuff. And we're going to get into that. But first, I already last time spoke about the definitions that I use for goals and plans and visions and dreams. But just to be sure, I want to do it really quick now so we're on the same page. Goals are one-offs. They are, this is my goal, this is one thing. The goal could be getting to work on time. It could be going to the grocery store on the way home. The goal could be becoming a lawyer, going through all this process. But the goal itself is just being a lawyer, being a surgeon. Whatever that goal is, it's a one thing. A goal, you know all the steps you need to do to get from here to there, and that's your goal. Just going to the grocery store, you just need to drive there, right? Have your list, at least in your head, if not written down. Know what you want or wander around until you figure it out. The goal is to go there, get whatever you need, and to come home. That's your goal. Now, a plan is the steps that you need to get from here to there. You may have a goal of being the attorney, and therefore the plan is all the steps, the schooling, more schooling, more schooling, you know, <laughs> passing the bar in whichever state you're in, getting a job of finding out what specialty you want, that those are the different plans you have leading to the goal. You can also have a plan that's just getting you through a day. So it's a list of things you want to do. They're not really related. Each one individual thing is a goal rather than being the end result being a goal. So what we talk about envisioning and the blocks to those It's not about goals or plans. It's more about visions and dreams. Because visions are those that we don't have all the steps for. We know we want it. We know we might be able to have it. But we don't know really how to get from here to there. We know some of the steps, but not all the steps. And then a dream, it simply is something that may seem impossible. It may not seem like you could ever have it. But it's something that you, in your heart of hearts, if there was nothing holding you back, you know what you want. So that's the way that I define those. The visions and dreams, you don't know all the steps. And actually, the dream, you have no steps, pretty much. You don't really have any idea how to get from here to there, if it's a true dream, a daydream. So do you have a dream or a vision? Or maybe you just have a goal or a plan. So look at yourself now. What do you have? Do you have nothing? Maybe you don't have anything. Maybe you've looked at it and you've gone, I got nothing. There's nothing there. I don't know. I see nothing. And that's fine. It just means your blocks are so big, you're not allowing yourself to envision anything for yourself. Or you might fearfully look at something and go, if only maybe I might want. 
And you're not even allowing yourself to have much of anything, if only. You just need to realize that they're just fears. They're just things that are in your way that hold you back. And we're going to talk about those today. You would need to realize, though, that your dreams and your visions will shift over time. Things change. You might want something totally different next year or five years from now than what you want now. You may get what you, your vision and want to expand on it. Or it may just totally shift and morph. And maybe you never had any interest in kids. And all of a sudden you want a family and children five years from now. And you didn't realize that that's where you would want to be. But you actually have shifted and changed enough yourself that you want something that you didn't think you wanted. So be open to that as you think about your dreams and your visions. And the blocks that are there may be part of what's holding you back to that vision that you didn't think you wanted because you didn't think you could have it. But if it's just a block, then it doesn't matter. It can be adjusted. Now, what holds you back? Well, when you start moving towards a vision or a dream, a lot of times there's just fear. But what is it about? Maybe it's fear for you of not getting your dream, of being laughed at for trying, or maybe just having somebody judge the fact of what the dream is. They think it's stupid. They think you'll never get it. You're afraid they'll think that you're not smart enough for the dream. You're not attractive enough for the dream. You're, so if you want to be Ms. America or Mr. Universe or something, that you'll never get it. You're not attractive enough. You wouldn't work hard enough to get from here to there and be an NASA scientist. And I'm thinking of things that are like way out there, things that are a lot more work to get to. And if that's your dream, playing in the NBA, playing football for the 49ers, whatever it is that, that you want to do, there are things that are dreams that may never happen. But there are also dreams that don't happen because we have fears. The dreams can shift, like I said, over time, because sometimes the dream shifts from playing for the 49ers, especially if you're a woman and it's kind of unlikely you'll play for them, or if you're just too old, or maybe you've never played sports a day in your life and you wish you could play, to being the head of a fantasy camp, to owning the 49ers, maybe. Whatever it is, maybe you're a color commentator. Whatever it is that you want to do, you can still do something in your dream, and maybe the dream shifts and morphs. So be a aware that it's not so much that you can't have the dream, but sometimes the fear does get in your way and sometimes it needs to kind of tweak the dream or shift it enough so that it becomes more of what you want. Do you have fear that you will get the dream? Maybe you have what they call fear of success. The other one's fear of failure, of not getting it, but what if you're afraid you're going to get it? What if you're afraid your family will not like you anymore. Your friends will think if you become a millionaire, that's part of your dream or a billionaire, that they won't like you or they'll like you for the wrong reason. Maybe you feel like they'll say, forget about them. I don't, I don't like them anymore because they think they're, you know, my mom used to say, too big for their britches. It's okay for whatever you feel. The biggest one that tends to come up when it comes to money, at least, and love is deserving. I don't deserve it. Deserving is an interesting thing. I find that I found something a while ago that worked for me. It's almost like you have to trick your brain into shifting your mindset and see if this helps you because it made a big difference for me. I feel like if someone else deserves something, if I feel like, well, of course they deserve it. They're, they're lovely people. They deserve it. And I'm going, well, do I think everybody deserves it? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a few people in the world, maybe murderers. Do they deserve love? Well, you kind of go, well. Some people would think, yes, everyone does. And that's kind of where I come from. 
other people are like, well, you know, learn your lesson and maybe you deserve it. And whatever it is, I feel like everyone deserves it. If everyone deserves love or joy or whatever it is that I feel about that I don't deserve, they deserve to have love in their life, for example. Why do I feel like I might be the only person that doesn't deserve it? What makes me so special? Literally, if everybody else deserves love in my mind, why do I feel I'm so different that I don't deserve it? Think about that for a second. Because it took me a minute. And I looked at it and I went, wait a minute. Am I that horrible that I don't deserve it if everybody else does? That's just silly. Of course I deserve it. Oh. And then the mind goes, oh, oh, well, okay then. I guess I do deserve it because if everyone else does, I should too. It's kind of a weird aha moment because honestly, we are so good at talking ourselves out of things that we think we want. We can't have them. We shouldn't have them. We can't afford them. We have more other priorities in our life, and so they're more important. We can't really do it. It's always a surprise when I work with people to hear some of the ways that they feel about themselves and why they can't have something they want. A lot of times the word deserving doesn't hit people, but the word worthy does. Actually, the dictionary pretty much has the same description around a number of different words. And you look at it and you say the other word to somebody and that gets them. That's the one that hits home. So maybe they feel unworthy, but they feel they deserve it. And they're actually the same thing, but not to them. To me, unworthiness doesn't hit me at all, but deserving does. So you need to know what your hot button issues are. What is it that you go, oh God, it's that one. Maybe it's, oh God, it's that one again because you know it, but you aren't aware of it. A lot of lottery winners have this problem. You read about it all the time. They win mega millions. And in five years, they're worse off than they were when they started. And most of us say, how does this happen? How can they possibly be worse off? They had millions of dollars. Now, if I had millions of dollars, and we do that, don't we? We live other people's lives for them to try and figure out how in the world did that happen to them? Because it ain't going to happen to me. If I ever win, let me tell you. <laughs> we do that, though. And if you look at somebody, they just felt like they weren't worthy of it. They didn't deserve it, and therefore, they don't have it anymore. When you think, why you? Why me? Why not? Why them? Why not me? That doesn't get you very far. If you said, why not me? Why them? Why not me too? If they can do it, I can do it. It's the same kind of wording, but the feeling behind it is so different. So when you find yourself doing, poor me, why me? Just be aware of it. Be aware of it and, you know, wallow as long as you need to because sometimes we need to kind of be there for a while. I remember whacking my car against a wall and I said, really? Oh, God, why me? Why did I do that? I wasn't paying attention. I never parked on that side of the wall before and I didn't swing wide enough. I had a whole scrape down the side of my car. Totally annoying. And I was into the poor why me stage. I went and cried and I, I walked it off with my dog in the back. And after I did that, I was like, okay. Why is this happening to me? So I stayed there and I wallowed for a bit. And then I came back and went, all right, fine. I'm fine. Okay, what was I supposed to learn from this? And when I did that, I realized, okay, I needed to be whacked upside the head to realize something. And I didn't need to have it that hard. <laughs> Meaning I didn't need to do it literally. I just wanted it metaphorically. Don't No, I didn't need to whack my car against something. 
when you wallow in something for a while, as long as you don't stay there forever, it's okay. Sometimes we need to be there. We need to do it so we can come out the other side, whether it's grief or it's feeling sorry for ourselves or it's guilt, whatever it is that you need to wallow in, it's okay. Just don't get stuck there. Because when you're looking at all of these things, realize that you can move forward. And when you're facing change, don't expect the worst. We do that, don't we? That's where Murphy's Law came in. When something's wrong, going to go wrong, it will. Don't expect that. For me, I watch a lot of home improvement shows, and they always have something go wrong. It's the foundation. It's the wiring. It's the, you know, the electrical, the plumbing, the, the new roof they need, the termites, the whatever it is, it costs them a lot more than they expected. There's a lot more work to be done. And isn't that silly? Because when you do that, instead of expecting the worse, if you embrace the change that you're moving toward, you're going to be able to make things work for you better. And I found this quote that really moves me. It's one that seems to really make a difference. It's from Alan Wilson Watts, who I'd never heard of before, but when I was looking for a quote for my business card about change, this one came up and I love it. He uh, actually is someone who interpreted and popularized Eastern philosophy and religion for a Western audience. So he's somebody that really seemed to make sense for me to quote when I was looking at my business card. It goes like this, the only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it and join the dance. So if the only way to make sense out of change, instead of being scared, it's to plunge into it, like cannonball into the change. If it's going to happen anyway, embrace it. Just jump right into it. Plunge into it like you're plunging into a swimming pool. And then move with it. Allow it to move around you so it can change and grow. And you can be different than where you started. You can adjust and move with it and join that dance. Make it more fun for you. So you can have that ability to not fear change, but to embrace it, to move with it, to join it with the dance and find those shifts you want to take. And there are lots of different ways to work with the fears and the worries and the concerns and all those things that get in your way. And guided visualizations are only one of them. And I want you to be able to give yourself permission to flow with it. And if you aren't able to sit down or you're driving, of course, uh, and you can't get comfy right now and be fully present, come back later and listen to it so that at any time you need it, because this is one you can come back numerous times, just like a couple of other ones that I've done, so that you are able to release the blocks as they come up. And like I said, there's lots of other ways to do it. There's over 50 guided visualizations on specific blocks on my YouTube channel. So if you need to do specific things, you may find that's very helpful. And then, like I said, there are way other ways to release blocks working one-on-one -on -one with people. Let's get into this guided visualization. Get comfortable if you can, or just listen and move along with it and come back later if you need to. I'm going to count you down this time. So close your eyes and just breathe. Five, feeling comfortable and starting to release whatever it is that you may have of worries of the day. Four, Breathing along and allowing yourself to know that this is something that will help you to find where you need to be, that will help you release whatever it is you're willing to release in a comfortable and safe way. Three, allowing your highest self 
to bring down the information that you need to be able to move forward. Two, relaxing more and more, feeling more and more at peace. And one, being open and ready and feeling safe, knowing that whatever you learn and whatever blocks that you're allowing yourself to release are right for you at this moment. And now I want you to visualize whatever dream you have directly in front of you as a whole, whatever your life would look like. Envision it happening in front of you. If you don't see anything, that's totally okay. What does the nothing look like? Is it a white fog? Is it black? Or is it just an emptiness? If you have a vision, see it. Allow it to unfurl in front of you. And now, is there anything that's in the way between you and your vision? Anything that gets in the way of this dream, whether it's an emotion that comes up, a person that steps directly in your pathway, that feels like they're holding you back or judging you or telling you you can't have it because whatever. Maybe it's just the face of the person and nothing specific about them. Just that they're there. Maybe it's an energy you feel that you aren't allowing yourself or a dark cloud. Maybe it's like a monster that gets in the way. Something scary. Whatever it is, just be aware of it and feel safe. And as they become clearer to you, define them more. See more what it is. If that dark cloud is in the way and you can't even see your dream, allow yourself to start seeing the people, the energy, or the feelings start to dissipate. Feel them lightening up and releasing little by little by little so that you feel like there is a possibility of seeing what's behind there. You can see bit by bit or you can see things focusing more clearly for you. Allow what's ever in your way to start disappearing, to disperse. Perhaps you need some help with that. Maybe you find that you see an angel come down, or you see another person walking on and helping escort that person off that's in your way, or the emotion lightening up, or you see a white light coming and clearing the way. All of that stuff that is between you and the vision coming true, that dream that you've always wanted, allow those things to start vibrating faster and faster and then breaking up if they're still there. You may feel the need to keep some of these there for now because you don't feel that you're ready. But you can come back and do this again later. Allow to go what is willing to go right now. Release the fear. Release the pain. Release the anger. Release whatever it is. The impossibilities that you don't see happening. The I'm not worthies. The I'm not good enoughs. Those emotions. The people attached to the emotions. Let them go. Let them fade away. Whatever it is that you need to do to break some of this up. However much you're ready to release, let it release right now. And then focus again 
on the vision itself instead of what's holding you back. See what it looks like now. Is it more clear? Do you see everything with a clearer vision? Does it look bigger? Does it seem more possible? Maybe it looks brighter to you. Maybe it's shifted a little bit and changed and become more of what you thought you could have. Then it seems more possible than it did before. Take a moment and breathe through this and acknowledge that you can have what you want. And now I want you to focus in on one area that you're seeing in front of you, whether it's your home and where you live, your career, your finances, your love life, your family, or maybe it's freedom, your time freedom, whatever it may be. Find whatever it is and focus on one area that you want to really have come true in this dream. And we're going to run this scenario again. We're going to see it, make it clear as you can at the moment. Focus in on that. Have it expand and and look at it so that it looks clearer and bigger than the rest of the dream right now. Have it pull forward towards you so you can see it. It can get almost like expand and grow and you can see more and more pieces of the puzzle. And again, I want you to see what is in the way between you and what's over there. Whatever area of your life you chose, look at it closely. See if people are turning their backs on each other in front of the dream. If there's people yelling and screaming, if there's, what is it about these blocks that are there? What feelings come up in you? Do you have anger or fear? Do you have guilt? Or are you feeling blame for somebody because it's not happening? Somebody getting in your way? If someone shows up in front of your dream and you see them in this visualization, look at their attitude. Are they welcoming you towards it? And you're not really looking at what you would think of as a block, but someone who's trying to help you? Be aware of that. Look at that. Feel what it feels like, because that's the only way you're going to know. Look at the blocks that show up the feelings that show up, and allow yourself to look at those closely, to feel through them, to know that you don't need blocks that you're ready to release. The fears and the worries and the I'm not good enoughs, the undeserving, the unworthy, whatever came up, whatever it means to you. See if you're ready to release and allow it to disperse, to disappear to kind of twinkle out so they're just no longer there. Those feelings, maybe you need golden light to come through and move everything through. What is it that you need in order to be able to shift these blocks that are in the way? Allow them to disperse as much as you're able. Allow the fear, the anger, whatever it is, and even allow the people, if they're in the way, to release them, to move back to wherever they need to be. You might even want to thank people who are in your way to say thanks for the warning. You can move on now. Because if people are judging you and telling you you can't have it or you're not good enough, you want to say, well, thanks for letting me know that's actually how I feel about myself. Because I probably do somewhere and I need to work on that. But you can move along now. Thank you. Thank you for the information. Move along. And realize that whatever you're feeling from them is really something that's self-directed. 
It's something you can work on. It's something you can release right now if you're willing. So if you, they say you're not good enough and you look at yourself and go, oh, I have that fear that I'm not good enough, so I'll never achieve it. Allow that feeling. Thank them for telling you. See them go away and then feel through that and go, I'm good. I am good enough. I didn't know I felt that way. I am good enough. One less thing to worry about. One less block in the way to your dream. As we release all of these things, we want to make sure that you indeed have a way to fill up whatever fears have left or worries that have left with something different so that this vacuum doesn't just fill back up again with more fears. So whatever emptiness that you feel or spots that you feel that you've released, fill it with love. Fill it with as much as you can to overflowing with love. Love of self. Belief in self. A knowingness that you are more than enough. Even if that wasn't the fear that you lost, that you let go of. Put in there overflowing love of self. Love of your spirit and your being because you can have and do and be whatever you want. You just need to love yourself enough to allow yourself to have every wonderful thing. And as you allow yourself to fill up those empty spots, start feeling more and more this lightness of being that you can allow yourself to have. Feel the safety come over you in case you were getting a little concerned. Feel love of self. Feel joy of the possibilities. And look at your dream. See if it's not clearer now. Even if it was slightly fuzzy. And now it's a little clearer. Or maybe you couldn't see anything. And now you have a sense of what you want. Now you can take those steps. And envision and dream bigger. Because now you know that there's something there. There's something that you really want. There's something that can be exciting to have in your life. And you'll believe more in yourself. You'll believe more in the possibilities from now on. Take a moment and breathe and feel that you are allowed to have everything that you want. Allow yourself to feel safe and start to come back into your body. And I'll count you back in. One, starting to feel like you're feeling more and more connected to yourself. Two, hooking in to this belief that you've just created, this dream, feeling like these are possible, that these blocks that were in the way are starting to dissipate if they haven't already. Three, feeling lighter and brighter and more positive about where you are and who you are. Four, allowing yourself to totally feel like you're in your body and you're starting to feel like you're more and more like either on the couch or wherever you're sitting. And five, eyes awake ready to take on the world and take on this dream that you have, knowing that you actually do deserve more, that you can have more. You just need to give yourself this gift of taking the time to figure out what blocks as they come up, how you can let them go. Because there are blocks, some of them are ancient. They're blocks we've had for years, and we just haven't bothered letting them go yet. Make sure you write down anything you want to remember from this visualization. And if nothing else, know that you can come back whenever you want. If visualizations work for you, you can work through it. You can allow yourself to, whenever a block comes up, you can listen again. Or you can, like I said, you can go, I do have specific blocks on YouTube channel 
under Carol DeShane. So you can go there as well and listen to a specific block that may come up for you so that you can work through it. The blocks that come up are so many different types. We kind of look at them and go, whoa, so wait a minute, where did this come from? Do I need to discuss it? Why is this here? Sometimes you don't need to look at why. And sometimes why is really important. When you do the whys, you sometimes you kind of stop yourself and you trip yourself up. And sometimes you need to know why. And I understand that. I've been in both places where sometimes it just goes, the fear's gone. And other times it's like, no, I need to know why this is happening. Why this person is being this way around me or why I can't step forward. When those things happen, give yourself the gift that you're able to do it, that you're willing to do it. And give yourself enough love so that it feels safe to do whatever you need to do to take those steps forward. Now you should be ready to go back to the last show and listen again to the process for the envisioneering. So now you can take those steps forward and now you can be able to know how to deal with some of these fears that come up. You just went through a guided visualization. And if you didn't and you couldn't because you were working out or driving or something, come back again when you're ready to work through Whatever blocks or fears come up for the visualizations, and if you think a visualization will help you in getting towards your dream. If you did just go through it, how do you feel now? Do you feel lighter and brighter, maybe freer? Maybe these kinds of things don't work for you, so you're not sure. But let me tell you that if you've actually gone through the process, even if you don't think it worked, it's not true. Because I have seen people go through meditations and visualizations and like nod off, and yet they still got something from it at a different level than than being awake. You have the subconscious mind still hearing everything. Even if you nodded off, it's okay. I used to do that all the time. I'm saying something I've never said out loud before. (laughs) I used to do that all the time when I was at my intuitive way classes to get more intuitive. You're supposed to follow the voice and do these meditations. And I'd fall asleep. And I thought I was missing out and paying money to do nothing but fall asleep. I mean, it was a good sleep, but I was a little annoyed, obviously. But honestly, I still shifted and grew even though I wasn't aware on an outside level. I wasn't conscious at all, but I still managed to shift and grow and get more and more intuitive, even without being awake. So don't worry if you've fallen asleep in any of the visualizations that you've listened to my voice for, because I know it can be soothing, it can be quieting, and especially without any kind of music in the background, it can be something that you nod off to. If that happens, know you're still getting something and you still can move forward and grow even without being awake, although being awake is helpful. It's not the do-all end-all. However you feel right now, do know that you will have more space to move forward. You'll get more clarity. If you're doing the envisioneering process that I talked to you about last time, you're going to be writing out your vision and you're you're going to start feeling like you're more clear on some of these things and these pieces of your life that maybe you hadn't thought of before. Maybe you don't ever think about where you're going to live because most people are worried about their career. The living is like whatever. As long as it's clean, it's close to work or whatever you, you know, whatever your needs are, you may not think about that. Or you may not think about having children later, or you may not think about whatever. And all of a sudden, that part of your dream starts filling in. It starts becoming more important and something that would be great. It's something that you you worried about money, so you didn't put it in there. But now you start letting go of some of those fears. And all of a sudden, you start adding those things to your dream, even though 
You still don't know how you're going to get from here to there. It doesn't matter. You can still add them in and know this is what I'd like. If there was nothing in my way, this is what I want. And of course, stuff will continue to come up as you move forward. There'll be more blocks. There'll be more fears. There'll be stuff that happens. So don't wait to get to the end of your rope, per se. If you need help, don't be afraid to reach out to email me and talk to me or if talk to someone. Find someone who can help you if you need it. Don't be afraid to reach out. Sometimes people wait until they're at their last rope, their last whatever, to say, oh my God, my life's a disaster. And it's never too late to reach out. Don't get me wrong. But it's a little easier for you not to wait because then you're not freaking out about something and you don't need to go that far. Sometimes we do just because, you know, that bottom that we need to hit, we need to hit it. And then we can start bouncing back up again. And that's fine. If that's your journey and that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. But always come back to you to know that you deserve more, that you can have more. Just know that when these blocks come up, you can find ways to help you, whatever it is. The impossible dream doesn't have to be impossible. The Man of the Mancha song, but reach the unreachable star, it's your quest to find your dream. All those things, they're not unreachable. You can have a lot of what you want in your dreams and goals if you just release these fears and you just have to find the way that works the best for you. Because there are lots and lots of ways. I mean, lots of ways. And that's why there are so many different people you can listen to. You can do yoga. You can do meditation. You can talk to people like the life coach thing I was talking about. You can do so many different things. What works best for you? Most people need multiple tools to work through pain and fear and worry. The I'm not good enough. You don't just need one thing. You need to talk to someone or you need to do meditation or you need, like I said, you need multiple tools. You need exercises or ways of doing it. And when I say exercises, I don't necessarily mean physical exercises, although that can help work things off. Depending on who you are, you need multiple ways. You might need to do Pilates because maybe it is physical and you did need to, to get into a deeper place. You need to walk because your way of meditating is walking in nature. Know you. Appreciate you. Know that you can find the best way for you to move through whatever comes up. Whatever dream or vision you have for the future that you don't know how to get to will start becoming clearer as you take steps toward them. Even if you have only one step towards a vision, two or three steps, but you know there's a lot more than that, you might want to start on those steps now before you know the rest of them. Because sometimes if you start on the steps from just knowing what you know, if you know the first one, take the first one, see what happens. If you know the second one, keep going. The third one, keep going. Sometimes there's money involved and you don't want to do it until you have a few more steps. But if you can just take any steps towards your dream or your vision, so many times things start uncovering and becoming truth for you. You'll start seeing these things that start happening and you're going, wait a minute. Oh, there's the next step. I get it. I see it. I hear it. Somebody just mentioned it out of the blue. Or maybe you're telling somebody what you're trying to do and they say, oh, have you tried this? What about that? And you're going, why didn't I think of that? Why, why did it take this person to tell me when I should have known this? Sometimes we can Google 
or YouTube things we need to know. And we don't even think about it. Well, at least some of us don't. But now there's really no excuse. One of my big excuses I had for not moving forward in my dreams was, I don't know how. Well, I don't know how is not as much of a good excuse as it used to be. Because I don't know how can be answered online a lot more. Now you don't have to try and figure things out. It's not just a dictionary. How do you spell something? You still get that answer immediately. You can find out how to change the faucet in your bathtub. You can find out how to fix your refrigerator online. You don't have to hire as many people anymore. You can find out a lot of things. How to meditate. How to grow. How to garden. I mean, growing, loving to gardening in my head. You can do so many different things for yourself. Find the way that works the best for you. And realize that the I don't know how is part of it. Go to the internet. Try those things out. Ask, how do I? And see what comes up. A lot of times, it's like, how do I make money for this? A lot of people, that financial end is, if it stands in the way of their dream or their vision, they don't know what to do. I have a whole five-hour VIP day based around changing your money karma because so many people treat money like an enemy. They don't know how to deal with it. And it's a skill. It's a mindset. It's not impossible. But it is one of the stumbling blocks that seems to be pretty big, not only to dreams and visions, but also to keeping a romance working, keeping a family together. Because money is something that if you have it, you don't worry about it. If you don't have it, it can make a big difference. It doesn't have to stop your happiness, but it's in your way if you don't have it. You know, it's good to be able to move forward and not worry about one of those things in your life. When you find these stumbling blocks, know that a lot of it is shifting your mindset to knowing you can have it, you can be it. And isn't that so much easier than knowing that there is, it's an impossible thing. How do I do it? I don't know. I don't know. Knowing you don't have to know how is huge. At least it was for me. When I didn't have to know how anymore, and I realized that things would just start falling into place, and I would learn how, people would tell me how, there'd be classes that would tell me how, there'd be YouTubes, there'd be whatever. That excuse kind of went away. That excuse ended up falling by the wayside for a lot of the times, which kind of annoyed me because, you know, that was a perfectly good excuse while it lasted. (laughs) There was a reason not to have to move forward. And I wasn't, of course, making excuses. I was just making reasons, as we tend to do for ourselves. So if you're coming up with reasons why you're not having your dream or your vision, just know it's a block. It's something that you're going, I can't have it. It's a fear. It's a worry. It's something you can move through. You may have to take some time to do it. Maybe you don't want to. But then the dream or the vision isn't that important to you. Only you know what you want. Only you know what you think you can have and you can't have. And if you think you can't have something, that's a block. That's something you can work with. That's something that you can decide that you can change. Anything that's a mindset, you can change. And a lot of the stuff that we, how we feel towards people, how we act towards ourselves, all those things are what hold us back if we do it in a negative way. If we can't stand somebody and we treat them with, oh my God, I can't stand this person. And that's what we're thinking every time we're around them and they act hateful. Well, what do you expect? If they're blocking your dream and they're telling you horrible things to you, it's because a lot of times we either don't think we can have it or we're reflecting back how we feel about them. They're acting out because we don't like them. Shift how you are. 
find that love for yourself and for the people who are being kind of nasty. Give them love. See if they don't run in the other direction because it's not comfortable. Happened to me. Pretty funny. Person stopped bothering me because I was giving them love and they were going, she's not interacting with me anymore and being nasty and annoyed because I was being nasty. So that's no fun. I'm taking my toys and going home. Things like that happen all the time. Be aware that anytime you have a block to your dream, you can have help, you can find your own way, and it can be something that can seem miraculous. And I don't want to say I'm promising miracles, but things happen that are amazing every day. And it can happen to you as well. You can shift, you can grow, you can change, and everything around you will do that as well. Go back to the Envisioneering show, the one that was before this in lineup, and go through the steps. Find what works for you. Find that joy if you don't have it, knowing that you can indeed have whatever you want in life if you just release those fears. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect the number two joy.com. Today's gonna be